This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, my talkers. Thanks for hanging out with us on this Thursday, December 9th. We've got something real special for you guys. We've been doing it all week. We've got more Keith Urban tickets to give away at some point in time during the show. So pay attention for that because you could be one of our very lucky winners. Get your hands on some of those tickets. That's right. That's right. And by and the way, the tickets go on sale tomorrow morning. I have two ticket alerts for you guys. Okay. okay. So tomorrow morning, um, you, you got to through the Excel. They go on sale at uh, 10 a.m. It's the Speed of Now World Tour. Okay. And I heard Jimmy uh, Fallon with Nicole Kidman, and she also was uh, Andy Cohen's show. And she said that she and Keith move heaven and earth. To be together. So even on a 50-city tour, they will figure out a way to be together. They do not like to be apart, either one of them. That's cute. I think that mm-hmm. makes sense for those. And it's yeah. kind of amazing, because think of how many movies she made during COVID. Yeah. yeah. She made so but many he films. Wasn't yeah, he wasn't touring right? he could write anywhere. So anyway, so tickets go on sale for that tomorrow. And of course, the concert is November 5th. It's the closing night of the 50-city tour in... St. Paul, Saturday, November 5th at Excel. And then if you are Steve Martin, Martin Short fan, yes. their tickets go on sale. It's called You Won't Believe What They Look Like Today. And, uh, you know, they do their, you know, showbiz Stick. stuff. I've them. heard it is wonderful. I want to go so bad. So do I, Julia. Yep. And they are coming to the Orpheum on May 13th. He's bringing his Steep Canyon Rangers, so there will be some banjo. Okay. And there is a stand-up comic opening and so it's Friday, May 13th, and tickets go on sale at Hennepin Theater Trust uh, tomorrow tomorrow morning. So, just so you know. So those are those are those the tickets, are three those t- are the tickets to go I mean, to you them. could give that as a as a gift to somebody. Oh, that would be a great gift. Fantastic. And, you know, yeah. I always like uh like if you know, if you can figure figure that it'll work or anything. So, Anyway, so that is happening. Those are my two ticket alerts. Our host on a post today is Clean Lindstrom. A little more difficult to find than Rocco was yesterday. I was searching. Mm-hmm. I was searching. It's a fun little project. And tomorrow to we're going to give away all of everybody who finds the hosts on a post this week will be entered in a drawing and we're giving away $1,000 tomorrow at 530. So yes. Love it. Every day you can find a new, you, you get another chance to register. That's awesome. Uh, so if you do it every yeah, day, right, you know, right, you could possibly yeah. have. Because some people have asked that question, whether if I find it once, sure. am I good? But every day, if you find it, it's another opportunity. Another entry. Op- entry. So yeah. find it every day and get your name in there. Yeah. Possible of four chances this week. Yeah. Or a good little host on a post finder. And um, Julia, I don't know how this happened last night, but last night, I, even though I had a Cramp in my butt. Cheek, <laughs> okay, this is the best. And cracked thumbs. Uh-huh. I still managed. What did you bowl? Oh, you know, I bowled like a 155. My average is 140. I bowled a 155, a 169. Thank you, Grant. That's 
Lori, that's really good because when I bowled, you know, last Saturday mm-hmm. at the bowling birthday party, mm-hmm. I think I got like a one twenty-five, and oh. I thought I because I, I had a lot of strikes in there and spares. It is hard to get above that. You really have to have Julia, spare I've strike. been bowling for so many years, and I've had a basically a one forty average for many years. And Grant, uh, what was yours? My average back in the day was about 180, 190. Yeah. You, know? you probably have a nice hook. A little and bit. And it goes fast. Like yep. sometimes I'll roll a ball. It mm. goes nine or 10 miles an hour. And then it doesn't hit down the one left pin is what happens yeah. to me. Oh, Anyway, and then my my last game, I think I had like just pulled my average or whatever. But we got our ass totally handed to us. You did? Basically. Yeah, but they were cute, fun guys, so we didn't mind too much. Good. <laughs> I love this is how we play our taste. If it was a good evening, if it was successful yeah, right. or not. I mean, we did win some points, and we're not right. in last place. You know. Mm-hmm. Well, everyone, there's a weather woody happening for oh, tomorrow. Oh, is there oh. a weather woody happening for so, tomorrow? I've already got, should we cancel tennis? Should we do this? Should we do that? So tomorrow it's supposed to snow. Yeah. Um. So we'll see what happens. Plan accordingly. No, no. They're calling it, Julia. They, they're is not, it because it's going to be cold enough? Cause it's, they're calling it a winter storm watch. If you would pay attention to your weather, Woody. Yeah. Well, it's I, supposed to be a high of 32. A winter storm warning mm-hmm. has been issued for southern Minnesota. So let's hope we just get the top of it. Yep. And we just get... Maybe it. Uh, oh no! Inches. I want some snow. Three to six inches. They're thinking in the Twin Cities area, and then six plus toward Northfield, Red Wing, Cannon Falls. So the more you go south, like you nice. said, we might just clip the top end of it and get oh, about I three to six. It. By so. the way, Afton is open. My kids were there last weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, they can make snow, and it's open. Um, so if people, you know, because I think I'd have a lot of friends who are waiting. To ski and cross country ski. Yeah. So we're I we could use we need some. I'm ready for the snow. Bring oh, yeah. it on. Casey got two new pimp sleds at for the kids. Ace Hardware. You know because they always have <laughs> the good Fratellonis. They always yeah. have the good plastic toboggans that really do go the fastest. Yeah, we're ready for snow. Yeah, and he's he's ready. He wants it to snow so he can sled on Sunday. And you know he is like a great person to go sledding with because he will pull you you can stay in the sled right the toboggan and yeah. he'll pull you back up the damn it's, hill that's the best he's like a reindeer that way kind of, <laughs> kind of. <laughs> he'll take care of you yeah. oh my gosh i i so uh, i don't know i mean i don't know i mean i hope it's uh i just don't um no accidents but i like the snow yeah i don't want it to be like this big grind to get anywhere so three to six inches seems like if that falls over a whole 24 hours that seems manageable i I don't know i so i have a -a rent-a-car right now grant because my car is being fixed what is it i got a q3 audi oh fancy i i am are you wanting to buy that thing? <laughs> yeah, I would. Well, the only problem, it doesn't have a heated steering wheel. Mine, mm-hmm. it has heated everything else, but not the steering wheel. And that is such a deal breaker with me with my rhinots and my fingers. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I'm, um, you know, I it's kind of nice having a newish Julia, car. Julia, I haven't driven a nice car in a what while. What year is your car? 2017. Oh, my gosh. that it's, You bought that thing that long ago? I did. Not that that's that well. I long know ago. Like you lease, so yeah. you can get an upgraded one every three years. I have a fresh years. car every three years. I, I don't that's experience nice. that because mm-hmm. I do too many miles. You couldn't but, do it. No, I can't. You'd end up paying the car company a gob of money. A gob of money. It so I just do sense. that anyway, right? <laughs> <laughs> but oh, it's a cute little car, and I'm just kind of like mm. fancy, mm, like fancy. it.
All right. Well, our story we can't get enough of. One of us was very, very good, and one of us was very, very bad, and one of us has. I will give a review with no spoilers, but I will just say this about this show. Don't say it yet. Savage. (laughs) Oh, all right. We'll be back. This morning we woke up to be greeted. If you looked at your HBO Max, the very first thing that popped up was, and just like that. um, I did not get greeted by my HBO Max. You weren't paying attention to your morning news programs this morning because they were all talking about the premiere and... That it had dropped the first two episodes. I wasn't, Laura. It is uh, it, just like that, and um, I, I I watched them both. I I I compulsively couldn't stop watching. And talk to Holly about it. There's so many spoilers. You will want to avoid the internet like crazy um, and because there's all these things that are coming up, and a lot of them are, are blurting the biggest thing that. There's two huge things that happen, but a lot of them are blurting what it is out. Okay, so if I haven't seen anything yet, except for what you've described to me. It's savage. Okay, oh, well, it's savage <laughs> how they handle Samantha. And just like that, um, I think I understand the title now because, and just like that, 20 years have passed. Right. And that does kind of feel like, a, what? Just what like happened? that, what right. happened 20 years? So I think I understand that, but... um where Sex in the City was a bonbon of a romantic, sexy, single, you know. Single ladies in New York City. Now we have a meditative, introspective drama. And in the first five minutes of the show, Julia, okay. the savageness begins. And there's ten episodes, and they'll be dropping Every Thursday. Okay, and so this isn't two. this isn't a spoiler, alert, people, because I've told Lori she can't tell me anything. No, 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 no. And so this happens right away within mm-hmm. the first couple minutes of the show. Carrie, Charlotte, Miranda are going out to dine together for the first time since the pandemic, and at the restaurant they run into Bitsy Von Muffling, played by Julie Halston. I remember. Where's the fourth musketeer? Yeah. Oh, you're not going to tell me. Are you going to tell me? Yeah, I'm going to tell you. Yeah, it's so savage. I don't want to know. Okay, well. No, Laura, you can't. Here's what it is. You do it in a different way. Here's what it is. They, why it's savage, the way they explain why Samantha isn't there, it is such a parallel to real life situation Okay, then we can all experience it. That's a that's a great call. No, no, it's the real life situation between the real life Carrie Bradshaw, played by Sarah Jessica yeah. Parker, and Kim Cattrall. It is it 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 made me cringe. Okay, don't tell us then. It made me because cringe. we already know those two are in a fight in real life, and the way they explain her absence is savage. Okay, I can't wait to see it. And then they continue ah, yeah, yeah, into yeah. the yeah. second. Mm-mm. Uh, episode more savagery, and that's why I asked you look up what Kim Cattrall was posting on Instagram. She's eating in Rome. She's having pasta in Rome and, and writing one in Rome. Yeah, no, I don't want to know. That's enough of a clue that it is savage, and you say it, it parallels real life. Um, do you approve or disapprove? Well, when- I guess the thing that I did you don't spit your like, coffee out of your mouth this morning? Yeah, the thing that I don't like is I don't like that they're making Samantha seem like she's bad and rude. Okay, got it. Okay. So because they're making fun of her character. To me, she was... The show. 
she was the most loyal girlfriend. And she was hysterical on the show. And I think she carried Sex in the City. You and I said she yeah, did all the yeah, heavy yeah. lifting for that show. Okay, that's enough. So anyway, it, but it's savage the way okay. they treat it. And when, <laughs> when if she, you know, I mean, and Twitter had a lot to say about it. People were upset about it. And then at the end of the first episode, okay. something huge happens. Okay. and But you're not telling us. I'm going to say there might be tears. Ah, okay, I, I, this mm-hmm. is a ruin. This is a buzzkill. Julia, it's not. Did you my love fault. it though? Did you love it, Lori? A lot of people haven't watched it yet. Did you love it? Um, yeah, no, I really, I really, I, I did like it. But I am going to say that if you're watching it for Sex in the City, it is. It's a different feeling. Way okay, so it's more drama, way less. different. It is, it is introspective. It is melodramatic. Okay. It is uh, it, like in the moment, and they're they're they are trying a little, little bit maybe too hard to address the fact that the seventeen years ago when Sex and the City started on, and the whole six years it was on, it was like New York City was the island of white people. Sure. So okay. they're, they're like doing some stuff in that. Okay. I, I was They've surprised. They've all commented on that. Yeah, I was surprised that Miranda was still with Steve because it didn't seem like she liked him, you know, at the end okay, of Sex that in was, the City. You are giving, okay, that's enough. I'm, I'm turning no, he's, up. he's he, in all the promotions. Yeah, we, he was I just in the trailer. he's the father of the son. He, he's in the trailer. I'm not giving anything that you haven't seen in ads. We've known Steve was in this. We've known Miranda was with Steve because we saw it in the damn trailer. I'm just saying that as... A longtime fan of Sex and the City, I really would have thought in those twenty years she might have dumped him. Here's what I always thought about those two. Because he was always two. so annoying. I, she did. She was annoyed by him always. But I thought when she ventured out and was having her post marriage life, because mm-hmm. I think they got divorced in the first when Sex and the City was on, didn't they? I don't know that they I've, ever got married. All right, fine, okay. But when they weren't together and he was just coming to pick up, up the yeah. boy and stuff. She was having dalances that were very interesting. Licking was involved that scared her. I mean, she had a oh, lot of... The booty licking. Yeah. I feel like there was a lot of things that went down that a lot of women I know who are just dating now and mm-hmm. not married think, oh, yeah. it would have been so much easier to stay married. Yeah. So yeah. maybe that was the experience that she had. Maybe. But I'm excited for it. And you, but you're... I mean, I think like there's a one scene where... I mean, I think one of the things that it does, because I have adopted this for sure, for sure. Um, looking through people? No, <laughs> not looking through people, but I'd say I've, I have... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I don't know when I came to the realization, maybe, you know, um, right when I kind of turned 50, 
I don't say yes to things I don't want to mm. do. And something 100%. happens in the in the episode, and Carrie says yes to something, and then she really, really regrets it. And they have a very pretty honest conversation, you know, about that. Okay. And because that is something. I remember even watching the show, I'm like, oh, I'm surprised that Carrie is saying yes to this when she so clearly doesn't want to do this. Right. You know? Okay. And um, so is it relatable, Lori? Julia, it is too huge and explosive of two episodes. Right. I, I can't am not, wait to go watch it. It, yes. is savage how the they, it is savage how they explain okay. Samantha, and it is shocking what happens in the first episode. Okay, can I tell people mm-hmm. if you want something a la Sex in the City-ish mm-hmm. that I've been watching and kind of binging on this week for the last two nights, Harlem on Amazon. Mm. It is so good. I heard that's good. It is so good. It is more Sex in the City feeling. Yeah. Um, these 30-something women are single and trying to figure out their lives. It's so fun. Yeah. It's really great. I, I know. Really, I love it. You'll love it. So it's kind of more of the old feeling. Yeah. I love, love, love that show. So people are having a lot of feelings about okay. it and just like that. A lot. I'm staying a lot away of, from all of them. A lot of, it, some people think it's trying trying too hard, that it's desperate. I, well, I think enjoyed people... it. I felt like, a, you know, a, a bit of a warm blanket, except we're missing Samantha and the way they explain Samantha. Stop. You just want to tell me. Just stop. Savage. Just, you've said that. It's Everyone, savage, savage is the mm-hmm. word of the day. Mm-hmm. Every time we say it. That's how take a the, drink. Yeah. One thing, Lori, about um I'm really disappointed that you did not. Oh, stop watch it. it. Even it, if though. I stopped watched it, it's too early. People haven't are working. People watched it. They gobbled it up. They snuck out of work. Did they? Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. But anyway, take a look at the premiere pictures. I do like that Sarah Jessica Parker pays a nod to her character, Carrie Bradshaw. She's wearing Oscar de la Renta tool gray tool with pink underlying tool yeah. and then pink shoes i mean she that is amazing. so sex in the city she looks in cynthia um nixon's orange beautiful mandarin yeah. orange they outfit have a very is gorgeous. funny conversation early on where uh, charlotte says miranda aren't you gonna color your hair and they have this whole funny hair coloring conversation and kind of what i'm having with some of my yeah, friends yeah, right now it's, yeah i think there's um anyway i think you're gonna like it okay and, uh, i, I uh, wish we could talk more about it but yeah probably not enough people have seen it yet Okay, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we are so excited for our next guest. Stay with us. We're going to find out how the traffic is going right now from Grant. Okay, we can't be more delighted than our guest today, Fred Crone, and his new book is his book is Standing in the Wings, My Life on and Mostly Just Off the Stage. And Fred, if you've been to any shows at Hennepin Theater Trust through the Orpheum, the State, Pantages. Or any of the local shows since the, the 70s. I think Fred was Fred. involved. Right. You were involved one way or another in being a concert promoter, in getting Broadway here, in getting the buildings to still be standing, and getting financings for refurbishing our great theater downtown Minneapolis. So welcome. Thank you very much. Your book, good to be here. Your book is so great. You have such a rich history, and it's a combination of different acts that you brought to the cities, different stories that you tell. And, you and know, Gordon Lightfoot writes your foreword. I know <laughs> I've, I've probably done 150 shows total with Gordon with over Gordon. the years, 50 years worth of, uh, he wow. was the first, the first artist I promoted really? back in the day. So 
Yeah, he and I are close. And was he, did you meet him when you were in your Carleton college days or after that? I uh, I, uh, met him. He was just coming up uh, in 1972 and I uh, liked him a lot. I saw him at the Guthrie and I said, I'll do two shows at the uh, O'Shaughnessy Auditorium. Those were my first two shows. With Gordon. With Gordon. And was he just like playing in front of a pretty small crowd at the Guthrie? Was he had a little? No, nope, he no. sold out the Guthrie. And then, if you could read my mind, hit. And I oh. sold out two shows at O'Shaughnessy because mm-hmm. that was such a an amazing song. Amazing oh, song. And he was right. a dreamboat. He was. He's had some health issues lately. But yeah. boy, was he. He had a beautiful voice and he was a handsome man yeah he really was yeah good heck of a song right i don't even know that he wrote your four words i know it i don't even know where to start because you have such a rich history and we're responsible for so many things um that happened in our community with theater bringing broadway here um where do you like to start i mean it's just so rich you know, the, 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 the start really of the Orpheum was when I thought it was going to be demolished and I went through 30 or 40 wealthy people mm-hmm. and nobody wanted to get involved at all with uh, saving the Orpheum. And I had one one person left. I had taken his movie to the Cannes Film Festival, Bob Dylan. Mm-hmm. And I uh, basically spent three or four hours with him and... Uh, tried to persuade him that that saving the Orpheum was a good thing, and he finally said yes, and we uh, bought the theater from Ted Mann and and ran a uh, production of A Chorus Line. Right. And that was really the start of Broadway in Minneapolis. I'm so glad you saved that, Fred. That is such an amazing theater. Well, you you, you don't get to save a theater unless it's really in distress. That's when people rally around mm-hmm. it. And that right. was true for the state and for the Pantages. The Pantages was about to become a parking lot when right. I, when I uh, worked on that one. And you work on it, mm-hmm. and when you work on it, that means finding somebody you know with money who will step forward. Or, and the city council. The city council. Well, I mean, it, it's it, a lot, it, isn't yeah, it? Basically, uh, Bob Dylan was the last private investor that I can think of. I, I went to the city and said, this is a city asset and a, an economic development tool, and you've got to save it. It's important to the downtown because mm-hmm. that was a dark, yes, it was. foreboding area. It was. We, we had Moby Dicks, and we had a lot of other things happening on Mousies, that block. Mousies. Mousies, yeah. yeah. A whale of a drink. Yes. <laughs> a whale, yeah. I know. I still remember the sign. I still wish I wish I that had was, all been saved. The blackie was the black we wished had, had done something different. Yeah. So, so when you brought the chorus line here, I remember that was a big darn deal. And then you had all of these other great acts. I mean, Steve Martin, you have a, I think it's a great story about when Steve Martin first came here when he was doing his blow up balloons. Yeah. And he used to have the arrow going through his head Mm -hmm. and all sorts of other daffy things. Uh, Yes. And then he did a two hour show and then went out to the parking lot up a little stairway and did another half hour of material for the people in the parking lot. He was, he was a great guy. Oh Still my, is. We're yeah. bringing them back. I know you are. Lori and I are. The are tickets go on sale tomorrow. tomorrow. I gave a ticket alert for thank that, you, May 13th. Good. Tomorrow. Yeah. In, and so when you, when I remember, everyone remembers Donnie Osmond being here for Joseph. Oh, that was huge. And that's that's a good story, how that happened. Can you tell everybody? I, mean, it, it, I, I had just persuaded the city to save the state and put almost $10 million into restoring it. 
and they gave me a one-year management contract to run it. They turned the keys over to me, and I looked at the calendar, and there was really nothing the whole year. <laughs> then I got a call from Garth Strabinsky in Toronto, and he said, I want to come down and look at your theater. Next morning, he walked in, looked at the theater, looked at the backstage. We walked back to the lobby. He said, I'll take it, assuming you have uh, the dates I want. And I said, what date do you want? And he said, I want 18 weeks for Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor. Fourth of July weekend it started, didn't it? that was Chorus Line. Oh, that was Chorus Line, sorry, okay. (laughs) But anyway, that saved, I put the State Theater on the National Broadway map, and uh, the rest is history. Then that led to, uh, you know, opening the Orpheum with Miss Saigon, and Mm -hmm. uh, I mean... uh, We went to that, Larry. mm -hmm. We were, uh, we were very lucky, but you know, sometimes fate is on your side. It's like, and we went to the, you know, when the Lion King first opened here, that was a big darn deal. Yeah, it's impossible to top that one. That's the most successful Broadway show in Broadway history. And uh, we had the honor of, of introducing it to audiences here. Did you, was that a pinch me moment that? Oh yeah. I mean, how did you find out about it or how did that involvement happen? We had, uh, we had worked with Disney on, uh, on beauty and the beast, which was just a, you know, it's a fine show, but it wasn't very imaginative. Yeah. And we didn't know. I I, I knew they were going to do it. I'm not trying to. Yeah. Uh, no, you do it. Kind. It's okay. Yeah. We're with Fred Crone here, who really is responsible for so much of our Broadway theater and concerts in the Twin Cities. Keep going. Anyway, we uh, worked with Disney, and they said they were going to do a, a version of Lion King, and I always pushed the, to open the productions here because I could rent more weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And... Uh, they they finally said yes, and uh, it was, you know, for for a lot of different reasons. But we had a good relationship with Disney, and uh, lots of other cities wanted that show. What, why did they choose Minneapolis besides you? You know, it's uh, it's probably because of we we had a very innovative uh, stagehand agreement. Okay. Uh, so that that instead of having to do a four-hour call and then another four-hour call kind of thing, the, the way the, the union the had worked, were working. Okay. we just raised the uh, hourly price uh, for a, a stagehand and just let them run right through. They could run 18 hours a day if they wanted to rehearse 18 hours a day. Disney loved that, and it saved them a lot of money. And, sure. And then we got Aida, and now... We had frozen. You know, we have a good relationship with Disney these mm-hmm. days. That's awesome. I'll never forget when we, Lori and I went to the premiere of the Lion King mm-hmm. here. And we worked at Carlson Companies who had a big relationship with Disney too. Exactly. And and just the never opening, seen like I've never it. seen anything yeah. like that on stage. That is the most exciting five minutes of theater oh. that I've ever seen. I watched it like 35 times. I would never miss the opening uh, procession. Oh. And I cried when I saw the the. The elephant come up on oh, stage. It yeah. was just like too much for yeah. me. It was, if people have never seen it, that is a magical play. Yeah. Nothing nothing yeah. tops that. No, mm. I know. I, and so you just recently retired in 2018. And I'm thinking of, you know, in your book, you talk about, you know, Dolly Parton when you first came. Oh, when yeah. She Let's have a came. Dolly story. Tell everyone about <laughs> Let's Dolly. Let's have a Dolly story. Uh, some that I can't tell. Okay, <laughs> I know, fine. But she, I, I wrote in her bus... Uh, with her and uh, she was a uh, and she was a young and sassy lady at uh-huh. that point and she was already married but she was she was wild <laughs> she was sassy <laughs> yeah i it, just i i still love her i think she's amazing 
What do you think made you so successful at, because you have so many relationships. I mean, through your book, we've got Tony Bennett, we've got Liza Minnelli, we have younger artists, you know, we have all, people of all different walks and talks. What What do you think it was, you know, Fred? The, the, the key is I treated people, uh, big artists, I didn't, uh, you know, bow down to them. I treated them as just a friend. Yeah. And, uh, and I had so many, so many friends based on that, uh, just because other people were so, you know, they were, they were, uh, they bowed down to them. And yeah, I, I kissing just, the shoes and exactly. stuff. Exactly. So, yeah. Uh, kissing the ring, I think it's called the kissing the shoes. Well, shoes. Whatever. Kiss you know, part. I'm always just off a little yeah. bit, Fred. <laughs> hey, Fred, is that a true, was that, a, is it a true story that, um, like Aretha Franklin and maybe other artists, maybe black artists, because of how they got screwed by concert promoters in other cities, that they wanted some of their money in cash? I'd say all of their money in cash. All of their money. Many country western people and, and you know, all the uh, the Aretha and uh, all of, all the jazz people, too. Mm-hmm. All the, you know, Ella Fitzgerald, all the, all the people that I, I dealt with. And Waylon Jennings. Uh, yeah, I used to. I used to. Uh, they wanted to be paid, paid cash. Paid in cash, and I had uh, a stack of uh, one hundred dollar bills. You know, fifty thousand dollars. And he came in. He shoved the uh, the bills in his uh, boot, and <laughs> out out he went. Oh, that's like a great so story. Uh, there are plenty of Wayland stories. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, oh, right. And geez. you know, in the book, what I think is so cool. Well, let's take a break, Julia. Right. Let's well, take a break. Can you stay with us? If you want, we yeah, would love we it. We're, we're just, you don't have a book signing to run off to. Is that tomorrow? I have nothing. That is uh, Saturday. Saturday. This- okay, we'll find out from Fred when we come back where, where he's signing his book, Standing in the Wings, My Life On and Mostly Just Off Stage. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody. Uh, we are delighted to be with uh, legendary Fred Crone. Okay, Standing in the Wings is the name of his book, My Life On and Mostly Just Off Stage. And seriously, you may not know the name Fred Crone, but you know what impact if we if you were to get his book and find out everything that you've done in the Twin Cities with entertainment and theater and music. I mean, you, I'm so glad someone bugged you to write this book. Did you get bugged to write this book, or did you? No, want to I had it? Uh, a year during COVID. That's what I was wondering. <laughs> okay. And I was stuck in my condo. I had I'd gone through file after file. You know, I had a storage locker full of. Did you? Were you say? Where did you say? I stuff? saved everything. Yeah. Okay, I good. mean, you can see the, yeah. the backstage I passes. See them. I love uh, them. Anyway, so uh, yeah, I needed to get rid of those so I didn't have to keep paying for the. And I went through and I said, "There's a book, book. here, at least a couple of articles and." And I started doing it during uh, COVID, and uh, it worked out just it's, fine. I mean, it's so good. I mean, your story about Gregory Beck, you know, meeting him and giving him and his wife the tour. Did, and did you bring Dame Edna? Are you the reason I, oh, I finally got to show. see Dame Edna in the he Twin was Cities? one of my favorites. Barry Humphreys is a genius, the guy that created I'm was trying that, to tell you to talk closer to the microphone. Yeah. Oh, sorry I'm about that. All these facial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like, I what? didn't know what was wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like, so, did you talk Dame Edna into coming here? Because we never that was we that, never got to see that was a him highlight. before. I, I saw Dame Edna's show in New York, mm-hmm. and then they were they said they were going to tour, and I said I want the first tour weeks, and we had two weeks uh, of oh. Dame Edna and. It Peed was my fun. Pants. She went oh. on the in the book. There's a picture of her on spoon and yes. uh, and cherry in the spoon and cherry, Larry. Oh, it's hysterical. Yeah, she and we went. 
we went into Dayton's to the uh, the uh, makeup counter, and they were just like blown away by. It. Oh yeah, that was. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture, and the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Album, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. It's been fun. Did you have, okay, so and you had a good relationship with Donny Osmond. Really good, really good. When he was doing Joseph and um, the Technic, everyone has a memory of going to that show. Yeah. And especially the ones that we had to turn away because he wasn't going to perform that show. They were in tears when they yeah. couldn't get in. So, yeah, yeah. He, was a, he was a sweet guy. It's he his was, birthday today. Is it, it really? He's 63. Yes. Happy birthday, Donnie. I know. That's birthday, great. Donnie. And we just talked to Marie Osmond on Monday because she's coming out to Mystic with her holiday show. But I, the Osmonds are a class in their own. They're, uh, yeah, they, uh, they definitely are. They are. Is there... Is there someone that you worked so hard to get here? I kind of was reading your David Letterman thing story about when you got David Letterman here and you had him perform with, I can't, who was Nancy it? Wilson. Yeah, and how. And it wasn't quite a good match. <laughs> <laughs> Which uh, I just wanted to, you know, I liked David Letterman and wanted to put him on a show. And sadly, the only show I could put him on was Nancy Wilson. And they didn't get David Letterman's humor at all. Lori, he walked off and begged him not, begged Fred oh. not to come back <laughs> yeah. on. If, do I have to go back? Do I have to go back? Yeah, nobody laughed at anything. It oh, it's just really, horrible. Fred, yeah. would you have a hard time talking people into playing in the Twin, Twin Cities? Cities? You know, most people know, but there were some that I really wanted that I couldn't get. And I made cold calls. I would drive to or uh, fly to Los Angeles and go to Sunset Boulevard and walk in and and say, I want Jackson Brown, or oh, I right. want Manhattan transferring. Right. And then I had a 10-minute, you know, I could do a 10-minute spiel, and they, most of the time, they were they were uh, okay, and I uh, got them uh, eventually. I never got Bette Midler. I really wanted Bette Midler, and uh, I worked with her, but I didn't uh, you never got the that? show myself. Yeah. yeah. Was, yeah, she didn't she play didn't, here much. Well, she was her, at she, the Axe a couple, what, yeah, 10 yeah, years ago or something, but yeah. a live, a major. Yeah, and, and once they, you know, I didn't do that many arena shows. Right. So I, once they got to arena level, I was kind of out of luck. You were kind of out of luck. Yeah. Is, there a, is there a favorite seat that you, you were always in the wings. I know you were always in the wings at the theaters, but is there like a favorite spot in one of the theaters that you just like, like to, it, standing there it just warms you up or something you know you'll you'll find this strange but i really 
in, unless it was a, a multiple show run, I, I didn't watch that many shows. That's why I was in the wings because I was, you know, everyone wants to be paid for some reason. Right? Oh, so you have to make right. sure we get and the I, box office. I know. Yeah. Get the receipts and stuff. You, you know what I want to ask you about a story you have in the book, um, which is uh, called Standing in the Wings, My Life On and Mostly Just Off Stage, Fred Crone. Um, because we're really been we've been obsessed with the the show Yellowstone and there's a prequel coming out and it stars Faith Hill and Tim McGraw. So if you Faith could share Hill. with us your a Faith Hill story. She she just uh she just she wasn't married to Tim McGraw at that point. She was she had a I'm trying to think uh the one song. The one the the song that she was and and uh they I said, think Grant can find it. Mm-hmm. Uh this now I'll think about yeah. it. This love, this, this kiss, this, this kiss, kiss, this kiss. That's yeah. it. Anyway, she uh, she just had that. She was, I thought, beautiful, oh, and uh, they offered me the uh, the the start of the tour for that. They were rehearsing, and then they and I said, and Tim McGraw will, I'm sure, show up for her first show. He Did didn't you, show up. Were they already <laughs> dating? Were they already dating? Yeah. So you mm-hmm. knew there was something. And yeah. You're like, of course he'll show yeah. up. And they, I, I think they said at that point that they would never be separated from each other for more than forty eight hours or something like oh, that. Oh, that's and so I said, sweet. He's going to come. Gonna be here. Yeah, right. <laughs> and he never came. Never came. Never came. Was, never yeah. came. Is there? And did you ever try Barbara Streisand? You know, I saw. Barbara Streisand in Funny Girl on Broadway, oh. and ever since, there's another act that I, you know, there's certain acts that uh, I would have loved to have gotten, and and she never, you know, she went from from Broadway to huge star, yeah. and, and never, I don't know that she's done a theater show in no. I guess 40 she, years. Mm-hmm. But, I guess she really hasn't. You know, she? Dusty Springfield, I worked on like crazy. I love Dusty Springfield. Roy Orbison, I wanted to do. Gene Pitney, who I'm probably the only person that liked Gene Pitney. Oh, no, my dad likes Gene <laughs> I don't Pitney. even know who it is, but oh, okay. he was a 50s Town rock Without and roll. Pity, and yeah. he did all sorts of Bacharach songs. Did he do Bebopalula, or am I, I thinking know. of somebody I don't else? I know who okay. that is, but he had a beautiful voice. I'm mm-hmm. kind of a sucker for good voices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And well, where are you going to be? Where can people see you? People you? want this book. If anyone has, I mean, there's so many of us that love live theater and love concerts and stuff. This, you, this, the storytelling this a, in this book is just an amazing, Fred. It's oh, that's amazing. great. I love your book. I mean, I couldn't put it down this morning. You can see I'm all tabbed <laughs> out, but it's, it's so delightful. So, so tell well, us. Well, I mean, the, the, the best place to get it since it's my it's my site is fredcrone.com. And, and it's K R O H N. Correct. Okay, fredcrone.com. You can you can get it from Amazon but they take about 80% yeah. of the money. Right, is right, that right. what they do? Oh yeah. Oh, it's it's, it's not a uh, pretty thing. Is this mm-hmm. in local bookstores yet? It's uh, some, but it's it's hard to find. Hard they to usually find. say we'll have to order. order. Yeah, well, that's right, okay. right, right. They'll order it they for will. you. They can yeah. order just like Amazon. Can Are you order doing it. any signings? I'm going to do one Saturday at the uh, the Hennepin Theater uh, Trust office, right aside of the Orpheum Theater, and uh, it's just a uh, really a book signing. I'm not doing a reading. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, that's but, this Saturday. What time? Uh, I think it's between six thirty and eight. It's just before Anastasia. Oh, okay. uh, that's supposed to be great. I I haven't seen it yet, but I think I'll probably that night oh, probably yeah. see it. Mm-hmm. Oh gosh, and and. It's just such a treat for us. And oh, I'm so a, glad. You this have has been such fun. an amazing job. I mean, in career and everything that you did for our. Did you um, stumble our, into your job? Would you say? You know, I uh, 
Yeah, I I was, you know, assembly committee chairman and big name events chairman in college and but attorney, I didn't attorney went, went to law school and I said, boy, don't want to do Don't want to practice law. Yeah. <laughs> and so I ended up uh accidentally kind of yeah i uh i put myself through law school promoting shows at northrop auditorium so uh it was always in the back of my mind yeah well that must have been helpful though to be a promoter who could write your own contracts legally oh yeah i mean a broadway contract is probably an inch thick Uh so uh, you gotta know just what to cross out yeah this was fred this was such a highlight fred crone standing in the wings my life on mostly off stage at fredcrone.com and also, if they want to meet you yeah. this Saturday night, I'm um, right next to the pit, to the, the state. Orpheum. The Orpheum. Orpheum. Okay. Wow. Thank well, you. Thank you. Thank this you has for been your a contribution to, be here. to theater in the Twin Cities. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, seriously. Thank you. Thank you. We love it. All right. We'll be back.